Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Disney+, HBO Max, and so much more. Come along with me on this journey as we deep dive into all things nerd culture. Once a week, right here, Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. Tonight, we are going to be discussing the series finale of WandaVision on Disney+. Thankfully, I am not alone. Joining me on this journey into mystery is the talented, the terrific Trent Persinger. Trent, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you for being here, buddy. <laughs> also, uh, also joining us tonight is the indomitable, the incredible Ian Torrance. Ian, welcome. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. How, how many Webster lookups did you have to do for my name there? <laughs> no, I actually, I actually had that that one in the bag. I did. I will oh, be appreciate honest. that, man. Appreciate I will be honest. I more than Siri. I deserve. I asked Siri what Indomitable. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, she thought of me. Thanks, Siri. She, she did. Siri's got your back. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, before we get into the uh, the Wandavision episode, I want to talk about uh, some movie news that happened uh, last week. Um. It's pretty big news. They finally confirmed after rumors have been happening that J.J. Abrams is going to be bringing out a new Superman movie uh, with his production company, Bad Robot, and that uh, uh, writer Ta-Nehisi Coates is going to be writing the movie. Um, Ta-Nehisi Coates is really popular for his essays and his fiction work, um, as well as a pretty popular run on Black Panther and Captain America. Now, I didn't get to read either of those, unfortunately, but I hear they're fantastic. Um, they have said that that it is going to be in the DCEU, but that was just a quote from from Ta-Nehisi Coates, and it could have been taken out of contact, context. There's also no mention of whether or not Henry Cavill is going to be um, involved in the role. Um, so with that, I want to ask you guys, uh, are you excited about a new Superman movie uh, coming from J.J. Abrams? Ian, I will start with you. Are you excited about J.J. doing a Superman movie? Oh, of course. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Yeah, I am too. I, uh, I can't wait. Um, I really like J.J. Abrams, even though a lot of people are kind of angry with him because of the episode nine debacle. But I don't blame him. I think he did everything he could. Trent, are you excited about J.J. doing Superman? Um, I don't know a whole lot about the project other than what you kind of explained already. I've heard rumors. Well, I mean, I've heard a bunch of rumors that it's going to be a completely different Superman. Have you guys heard those? I guess that it's yeah. going to be. I literally just just read that a minute ago. Um, and I mean, yeah, I, I I know there's a from from not to cut you off, Trent, but I, I I did hear that there's a little bit of backlash about the idea of not having Henry Cavill. Well, the thing yeah. is, he was pretty like I feel like say what you will about the DC movie universe, but I feel like Henry Cavill was one of the one things that everyone seemed to really love about that universe. So I don't understand why they would. Yeah, shift away yeah, from agree. him already. I think, um, I think that Cavill right. was the best Superman. I will, I will go hands down, even better than. But uh, if they're, I mean, if than, it's a different character, don't you dare! I could, no, I'm just, I'm just even better. Yeah, even better than Christopher Reeve. I'm going to say that I actually really like. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. As much I, as I, I agree like with you. Reeve. But that I was going to yeah. bring that up um, because about a year ago, this this um, this rumor started that JJ was going to be taking over um, the Superman franchise, <clears throat> and so. 
they were trying to, you know, some of the industry insiders were trying to figure out if this was something that was actually going to be happening. And that was the same time that the rumor started spreading around that Michael B. Jordan had been in to talk to Warner Brothers about possibly playing Superman. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember that. And now the fact that Tanahasi Coates is a- attached to write, he is well known for writing stories about African Americans and about um, you know, the lives and, and how African Americans live in this country and what they deal with. That's kind of his wheelhouse. Not that that's all that he writes, because like I said, he did apparently a fantastic job with Captain America. But the fact that he's on there and that he's attached to write it is making that rumor seem like it has a little more merit. Now, I don't know how you guys feel personally when it comes to ethnicities of superheroes i don't think it really matters that much especially something like superman because superman's a, an alien so like he doesn't have to be white he doesn't have to be asian he's technically neither he's none of those things he's kryptonian they could just look the way they look but the one thing that i do have a problem with and i always sound super racist when that's with when i say anything <laughs> like this so apologies ahead of time michael b jordan's a fantastic actor and i would love to see him as superman but if they're going to cast a black actor to play Superman, then they need to be portraying either Calvin Ellis or Val Zod. Those are two excellent characters that are from the comics that are black Superman that would be really cool to see on screen. I don't think that they need to change Clark Kent if they already have an existing hero that doesn't get enough attention. I agree. With that's that. my that's my take on it. I think that it would be awesome, right. but I don't think that they need to change Clark Kent. Bring in Calvin Ellis. He was incredibly popular when when Obama was uh, president. You know, they created this character kind of as a take on Obama as Superman. So I don't know. That's that's my my initial thought on it. Um, Ian, you sounded like you were going to have something to say about that. No, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just trying to let you get your thought no, out. Um, so basically, what you're saying is like you'd rather it be another character per se however if he did take over the role of clark kent you're not going to be outraged about it you're not going to start blogging and, and throwing a fit no right? like no not at you all you would prefer not at all but it, it, if it happens it happens <laughs> it's it's cool regardless yeah it's cool regardless the only thing that i would be upset about and i i was uh, i was listening there was somebody talking about this online that if if it doesn't fundamentally fundamentally change the character to be white or black like if that's not something that they have to be in order to be that character, then it doesn't matter. But if they start changing the story to incorporate that, like let's say that they decide that Michael B. Jordan is the perfect Superman, they want to make him Clark Kent, but they keep Ma and Pa Kent white, and then they're in Kansas, and then they start building that story out, showing about how Clark Kent has been persecuted because he is a black man. Then that starts changing the character of Superman. That would frustrate me a little bit. If they want to make him black and just that's that's who it is, fine. That'd be awesome. Like I said, whether it's Michael B. Jordan, whether it's somebody else, I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't see I don't see that as a big outrage um, to to change the ethnicity or uh, or anything like that with a character because there there've been plenty of white Superman, and if they think that he's going to be the best actor for the job, then fine. Go for it. I didn't have a problem when he played Johnny Storm, even though that movie was god awful. He wasn't yeah, and it wasn't because of him. It was just a he, terrible movie. He wasn't the problem. So, uh, so yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I just, I don't know. Well, what do you think him, about him? Not one to wear the lab coat. Right. Like the way he delivered that line was not very Michael B. Jordan esque to me. But yeah, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. I've, I've ranted about this plenty of times. However, uh, for the most part, and not to speak for Trent, but I think Trent elaborated, said he agreed with what you said. I agree with what you say. I'm not going to be outraged if they change him and say Clark Kent is black. That's fine. Um, I'd rather it be like one of those characters like that you named because it's a fresh new take. Right. In, in the film, at least. Maybe not for the comic books. I know that's uh, that's been going on for a little while. Right, it's been going but, on for a while, but it's it, not as popular. So it'd right, be, it'd be, it'd be right, awesome to right. See that there are different characters. Yeah, exactly. And I think that would be really cool if he was to play one of those other ones. Um, not because of the ethnicity, but for the simple fact that we haven't seen them yet. Right. And it would be quick. How many times have we seen? a Spider-Man origin story, right. you know what I mean? Like, so you don't want to keep, you don't want to keep doing that same thing with other superheroes like Superman. Right. So if you're going to start fresh, that's great. I respect that. Um, but if you're going to do it, you know, do, do, do a different story. Cause if you're not going to do it in a different story with Clark Kent, why wouldn't you just leave it as Henry? Cavill? Right. I agree. Trent, what, uh, what do you have to say on this matter there, buddy? You've been, you've been awfully quiet over there. I'm waiting my turn patiently. Uh, <laughs> and I defer. I want to just start by saying I defer to you both when it comes to uh, DC and, and Superman because I'm definitely more of a Marvel guy. Uh, I, I like DC and I like all the characters, but I definitely don't have the knowledge that you guys do on the subject. But for one, well, let me, let me back up. I know that they've been, for years, I feel like wanting, have been wanting to do an African-American Superman even way back, right. like Will, Will Smith, I think, a long time ago was supposed to be. Mm. When was that? Like, that was years ago, wasn't that it? That was the Superman Returns. Yeah. yeah. So, a long time. And I mean, that's awesome. I think that's, I mean, I have no problem with that whatsoever. But I agree with the whole, like, don't change an already established character just for the sake of switching. And, you know, maybe that makes me sound racist, too. I certainly hope <laughs> not, because I'm, I'm not whatsoever. Because, like, I remember when Spider-Man was coming to the MCU, that was a whole thing. Spider-Man's not right. – Peter Parker is not going to be white. He's going to be Hispanic. He's going to be African-American. He's going to be whatever. I'm thinking, like, well, there's an African-American and Hispanic Spider-Man already. Like, so I'm kind of with you, Derek. If they want to make an African-American Superman, I think that's great. But don't change an already established character just for the sake of doing it when there already is African-American characters as Superman. Um also, because, you know, Clark Kent, he's I'm trying to approach this delicately. Like he was a farm boy out in Kansas. You know, I'm not so certain. A lot of young wow. I'm not saying that you can't be an African-American farm boy in Kansas. But I'm saying um, what was the character you mentioned there, Ellis? There, yeah, there's two different ones. There's, not, there's Calvin, Calvin Ellis. And that way he could still even be called Kal-El. That was the whole point. It's from well, a, I'm, I'll, I admit already that I'm not familiar with that character very well. I know of his existence, but I mean, he was a black character written by a black writer, and I'm sure his story is probably a lot more identifiable to right. African American kids who look up to these superheroes. So why would we make Clark Kent the same old Clark Kent, but change his uh, race when there yeah. are already yeah, better stories and better characters that people can you know, look up to, uh, identify with, you know what I mean? Like, and same yeah, for Peter Parker, same for all those about. kind of characters. So <clears throat> that's, I guess that's my two cents. Yeah. That was something I was talking about yesterday with, with somebody else was that, you know, we live in an age where representation has been getting better. Yeah. And especially in comic books where they're trying, you know, writers are trying to 
to have more representation in their comics. That's why we're getting we're getting some great characters. I mean, Miss Marvel, even though I'm not a huge fan of the character because I think I'm too old, I'm not a teenage girl, so I don't really I don't I, I don't <laughs> don't I don't lie don't to us, Derek. The allure of her, <laughs> but. Um, but she's an incredibly popular character, you know. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern. There's there's a a, a Hispanic woman, uh, Jessica Cruz. I think she's going to be on the HBO Max uh, TV show. You know, they there there are more characters now. Miles Morales. All these exactly. people were. Where so you tell can those have stories. These... I guess is the point. Like, don't just take the same old stories from sixty years ago and just flip them around. Tell those stories. That's why they did it in the comics. So do the same for the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. I, I do agree to a point, and I'm not trying to go against the. I know I, I said I agree. No, with we need more arguing. I'm not trying to go against the grain here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now listen here, fellas. Um, so I, I've had this argument, but I, I'd say I say argument. I mean debate with a, a close personal friend of mine. Um, maybe you guys as well, but uh, again, not to go off grid here, but you two know I'm a, I'm a huge Batman supporter. I'm a Batman right. guy. Um, there was talks a few years ago um, when they were like casting, um, you know, before the Ben Affleck thing, there was speculation of who could be the next Batman. I was all for a black Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, the name I heard tossed around was, I think, Idris Elba. I think I'm pronouncing yeah. that right. Uh, his name. I think he's phenomenal. I was all for that. Yeah. You know, he's around the same age as Ben Affleck. I was like, perfect. Change it. Change his parents, change, like make them black. That's fine. I love it. I th- I thought it would be really cool. Uh, my friend, who um, is African American, didn't agree with me on that. Uh, he was like, "No, Bruce Wayne is white," and I was like, "No, he's not real. He could be whatever you want him to be." So, <laughs> well, yeah, um, grand scheme. I do agree with that. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, and again, not not to go against you guys, but. A farm boy named Clark Kent being black, I don't well, care. I don't care either. I'm not Make saying I would black. care. I'm just saying either. tell That's stories that are more. But I, 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 I know, and, and you guys are you guys are saying if they're already these characters, you know, because you're talking about multiple Superman. I'm talking about one and only Bruce right. Wayne. So I get that it's not necessarily well, the same there thing. I'm just saying Batman currently in the comics. There is currently right now. I don't even know who it is. I'm I'm so far behind on on. Um, current comics is, is it a batman or are you talking about, uh, are you talking about a, no an actual batman the the current batman is is a is a black man i don't know if it's lucius or i thought or it was not either, lucius. i'm sorry uh, what's lucius's son's name I, th- I was gonna say i thought it was either him or his son lucas but wow, anyway. for a comic podcast we sound like we're uh <laughs> yeah. Really <laughs> yeah i know well I'm, I'm very far on my batman now i know that lucius fox's son is in the bat family um i can't remember I his character but he's a really cool character i, I think that's I, I think he actually uh, took bat, over as bat wing maybe maybe yeah, he was bat bat wing. i think he might have taken over as batman yes. but anyway we're getting off topic back to what we were saying with with batman i agree i think that uh i think for some reason there's something about superman maybe because he's you know, this always portrayed as this corn fed, you know, big blue boy scout. You just, you just think of kind of a hillbilly. Uh-huh. Well, or at least I do. I always kind of think of this, this corn fed, corn fed, big, big, goofy looking dude. And with, with Bruce Wayne, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know why it seems different to me. It really wouldn't matter. Like I said, I, I would not care if they cast a black Superman, other than the fact that that means we don't get more Henry Cavill. And I think that is a crime to oh, all that's... of us as fans. I can think I, we can I add one more thing that I forgot to add during my initial? Um, yeah, absolutely. By you making, oh, you sorry. may not. 
by making it just these other characters, I was going to say that leaves the door perfectly open to keep Henry Cavill, especially if they want to keep it in the DCEU that's already been established. And that way you can just have multiple Superman. And, exactly. And you wouldn't have to reboot it, per se. It would just be a new Superman already within the world that they've been building. But that's yeah, a whole, I, I feel like that's a whole other topic is DCEU's world building and their approach. Oh, yeah. We, we will discuss that. that when we discuss Justice League, I'm so, sure. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get into it right now. All right. Well, we are going to move on. Any any last thoughts? Or are we good to uh, to get into WandaVision? I think we're we good. good to go. Uh, yeah. I believe All right. We're well, we're going to get into a non-spoiler review. So everything we're going to say here, there will be no spoilers at all. Very, very vague. Gosh. We'll take a quick break after that. Ooh. You will have an absolute understanding of when the break is and when spoilers will be happening. So... We're gonna go ahead and uh, and get started. I will I will start off because, like I said, it's got to be super vague because I feel like this entire episode is spoilers. You give away. I I was talking to a friend this this afternoon that hadn't gotten to see it yet, and he said, "Well, you know, was it any good?" And I said, "I enjoyed it." He said, "Well, can you tell me anything else?" I said, "I literally can't tell you anything else. I enjoyed it. If I tell you anything else, I can't tell you anything without telling I'll you tell everything." everything. So what I'll say is, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a very fitting finale. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought that there were some really good twists and turns that I didn't see coming. Uh, some theories that I had that that were proved correct, and a lot of theories that I had that were were wrong. Um, but overall, I think that this is absolutely a home run for Marvel because this is this is an incredible first outing for them on Disney Plus. You know, we already saw what Lucasfilm could do on Disney Plus with Mandalorian. And I think that the that starting out with this because Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first show for them on Disney Plus. Yeah. And so the right. fact that this worked out so well and became so popular, I think that it, it, it's an excellent first step on to this new phase of Marvel. Um, so that is my non-spoiler review. Um, I can't say anything else without <laughs> going into spoilers that will ruin the episode. Saying everything. Uh, so yeah. Trent, what are your uh, your non-spoiler thoughts? My thoughts are, uh, I loved it. Um, I thought, like you said, it was it was as fitting of an end to the show, I felt like, as they could do without it just being another full-length movie. Because, I mean, they had a lot they had to kind of tie up, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of plot threads that they've introduced. And, you know, some are more tied up than others. But I think that was obviously intentional because, like you said, this is just the very first part of Phase 4 of Marvel. And they're going a ton of different directions with it, which I'm just super <laughs> excited for. Um, I mean, I was—I've loved the MCU since the beginning, but I feel like I'm as excited for it now as I probably have been since I don't even know when—Infinity War or Endgame, maybe. Um, yeah, because just the potential of doing a show um, and the way they're bringing them out too, like almost one after another, which is awesome. Like you, you're not going to really miss. Or you're not going to have to go long in between Marvel content, which I think is just so awesome. Yeah. The days of like two movies a year, six months apart, I think are behind us. So a um, lot to look forward to. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I really said much about the episode, but like you said, if I would have gotten into it, I would have gotten spoilery. So um, I'll wait till we start digging into spoilers before I say anything else. Okay, excellent. Uh, Ian, non-spoiler thoughts, buddy. Non-spoiler thoughts. Who? Um, I liked it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
it, it's it, well, like Trent said, it's it's hard to it's hard to explain if you can't explain. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, there's not a lot um, to say about it without without spoiling the episode completely. Uh, how, however, I will say, and I'm going to word this very carefully before somebody comes at me <laughs> with torches and pitchforks. Um, I will say, I thought it was neat. I liked it. Um, neat. <laughs> sorry. Neat. Neato. Neato. <laughs> um, obviously, so, so so for those who don't know, I don't know if I would consider this a spoiler, but uh, um, there are there's a mid credit scene. Yes. There's an after credit scene, so definitely stay for the whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, they 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 kind of um, they kind of teased us with nothing until I think episode seven. There's yeah, a mid credit scene, right? And then another mid credit scene, and I, I I got to the end of the episode this morning, and I fast forwarded to the to the mid credits, and I thought, man, there's still like four and a half minutes left of credits. Oh, yeah, there's I no knew. way Marvel like, has trained us too well to not yeah. wait in, around for a second one. But I knew there was going to be there had to be a second one. Right, right. Well, just in case, you know, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, there definitely stick around for the whole thing. Um, I think setting up for you know phase four, like Trent said, is obviously what they've been mm-hmm. doing. Um, I think they did well in that per se. And again, can't elaborate too much about the never thing. It's almost as if they'll have to you wait around for I'm the just, rest. I'm of just the gonna episode. say it. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, like it, it was a it was a good episode. It was a good finale. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying much, am I? I'm just kind of repeating. But that's all right. That's all right. We're gonna we're gonna we'll get into the spoiler talk here in just a second. Um, so oh, so that'll God. be it for our non-spoiler review. Um, we're gonna take a quick sponsor break, and when we get back, we're gonna talk full spoilers. So we'll warn you again then. But for right now, here's your warning. There's going to be a sponsor break, and when we come back from that break, it is full spoilers. All right, here we go. It's time for an ad. Welcome back, everybody. Now, we are going to get into spoilers. Again, this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning from here on out. I don't want any angry emails. All right, everybody ready? Do they have our emails? They oh. No, they have his email. They have his email. I didn't disclose that information. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I'm going to be one of the people angrily emailing him. (laughs) Idiot. All right. All right. Spoilers starting right now. I'm serious. If you haven't watched the episode, get out of here, because this is the most important spoiler that I could possibly spoiler in three, two, one. Oh, my God. Quicksilver's name was Ralph Boner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely that's, love that's so well, that's what you've been holstering this entire time. <laughs> I absolutely love the the straight kick to the teeth fake out of making people think they were bringing the X Men into this show by bringing in Evan Peters and then just turning around and pulling the rug out from un- out of all of us gullible nerds and saying no, this is a kid named Ralph Boner. I thought that that was brilliant, and I was so happy. And it made me laugh so hard. Even though I love Evan Peters' Quicksilver, he's one of the few things about that that Fox X Men universe that that consistently was good as the movies went down and down and down and in in, uh, in quality. But I absolutely loved that Quicksilver was just some kid named Ralph Boner. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been holding in this entire time. 
anybody. Derek's been it? holding in a boner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <Ian's laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all right. So feel free. Anything, uh, anything major? What, what, uh, big takeaway? Uh, Trent, go ahead. You start us off. Something big, big takeaway. Spoilery. Uh, gosh, I, I don't know. Let me think. I'm putting on Trent, the here. take it away, please. Trent. I'm still processing everything. All right, Ian, Spoilery. you got one? You got one while Trent thinks? Uh, man, you kind of, you kind of stole the spotlight with the boner thing. So, I mean, <laughs> sorry, that was my boner the, stole the spotlight. <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of the big thing. Like, obviously people had their theories, but that was kind of the biggest question mark, I feel like, heading into the episode. Like, I mean, yeah, we can get into minor spoilers, but I feel like that was the major one that people are going to be like, you know. Yeah, that was a big one. I I, I, I I joked about it, but in all honesty, the fact that that was not the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe and that they, they legitimately cast Evan Peters knowing that that's what people were going to think. Yeah, and, and, I mean, I thought that, that was... Like, I thought it was brilliant. I know a lot of people online are furious about it right now. Are they really? I did not. I did not. I haven't read any of that yet. Yeah, people are people are unhappy about that because they got their hopes <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, and I think that's silly. A because well, we were discussing a little bit before we started recording, but like I feel like yeah, I went online and one of the initial reaction seems to be disappointment, and I feel like it's a lot of it because of that reveal among many others, and the fact that all these theories people were hyping up for the last nine weeks, and really none of them ended up being true i mean a couple maybe smaller ones but i feel yeah. like that's such a silly thing to be disappointed in a show because your predictions didn't come true if anything i feel like that makes it better in a way because it defied expectations whether that was to a grand effect or even something smaller like the which show makes did. it unpredictable right and i agree the director of the of this show i was i was telling trent about this earlier um came out a couple of days ago maybe it was yesterday and he gave an interview and he said, look, a lot of people are going to be disappointed because, you know, there have been a lot of theories going around the Internet that are really fun theories that just aren't going to come to pass. <laughs> You're wrong. You're all wrong. And, he, and, he, and the reason why he said that is because, you know, this is this is the story we've been telling from the beginning. The, this show has been about Wanda processing her grief. And so this episode yeah. had to be acceptance or else or else that grief was never processed properly. And so they, yeah. they, they took this show from beginning to end, full cycle of grief. And that's why you said people are going to be disappointed because everybody had these theories about Mephisto or Nightmare showing up or, or Professor X or Magneto popping in out of the hex to come and help out and bringing in the mutants when they never said any of that. What they said was that this is Wanda dealing with her grief. It was her dealing. Well, she here's says the... in the episode that, that Vision, when he asks, what am I? She says, you're my sadness. That's, you know, she also says you're my hope and you're my love and all that, which is beautiful. But she, yeah. she said, you're my sadness. That was the whole show was her dealing with her grief. Well, and adding on to that a little bit is the fact that the door is open that they could still do all that. Like, just because it didn't happen in this show doesn't mean that it can't happen down the line. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, Wanda's supposed to be in Doctor Strange. She, she's confirmed to be in Doctor Strange, too. And yeah. I got to say, after some of the things that she did in this episode, I wouldn't be surprised if she's an antagonist in Doctor Strange too. Yeah, and I mean, I know people are disappointed, like you said, in the uh, Quicksilver thing, and you know, but I mean, there's going to be a multiverse. I, I mean, it's right there in Doctor Strange's titles. They're going to explore the multiverse in some way, shape, or form. Whether, I mean, obviously, Evan Peters' character probably isn't going to be a part of it, but, right? 
Uh, we don't know that for certain. We don't that know that. Snoop, Snoop, you never know. Marvel are the masters <laughs> of retcon. They could go back and make something look like it's what they meant the whole time. So I wouldn't be surprised one bit if they did something like that. But, I mean, they there's going to be a multiverse. There's going to be X-Men at some point down the road. I mean, they have so many avenues they could take this if they wanted to now because of this show. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Wanda's powers that she has now. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, go ahead, Trent. You got something else there? No, I'm still I'm still processing. I've only watched the I just watched the episode like not even an hour or so ago, so I'm still processing. I have to watch it like a time or two before I fully absorb everything. Oh, almost that like I told so. you to make sure you watch it twice before we record the podcast. I see. I see. <laughs> I'll have watch it. It might have been he never told me to watch it twice. Well, I knew you wouldn't, so I didn't see the point. Yeah, I plan on watching it multiple sure. times, but I, yeah, I just I'm still processing it. I'm still, um, you know, I loved just. I loved how it was its own contained story, which a show should be, while also, like I said, opening up so many different paths to take for the future shows and movies. I thought that was a brilliant... I mean, that's what Marvel is best at, I feel like, telling their own stories while also world-building for other future stuff. And I felt the show did that just like all the movies have done in the past, too. So Yeah, I agree. Ian, you got anything off the top of your head there you want to talk about, spoiler-wise? Uh, I got some stuff I'd like to dig off the bottom of my head if I could. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. I had no setup whatsoever. I, <laughs> I, 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 I liked it. I liked the episode. <laughs> no, um, Back to the non-spoiler. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was great. Let me ask. Let me ask this question. Maybe this will help uh, uh, get some talking points going. Is there anything that either of you were disappointed in? We talked about the overall consensus being a little bit disappointment was there anything you guys were disappointed I, I was in? disappointed in one thing and it's the one thing i've been disappointed in this entire season and that was the runtime of the show i feel like every yeah. episode of the show has been at least 10 minutes short where when it cuts to credits every single week i've looked at my tv and went but uh, but uh, yeah okay. the, the 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 whole eight or 10 minute credits thing is kind of goofy um right no, Which I, I know say this is of streaming in multiple countries. I have to add in all the all the voiceover actors and everything. I know that's part of the reason why the credits are so long. Yeah, I, I would agree with that complaint a little bit, just because. I mean, I don't want to sound like you know ungrateful because we did just get basically a five hour long movie, <laughs> but right. you know it's so good we want more. Is why you know it's a complaint. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. I felt like they they should have been longer episodes too, but they they, you know, they were basically movies. There was a lot that went into that production. So yeah, know. there were there there was a, there was a lot that went into the production. Um, I do have a couple of little talking points here of things that I that I uh, that I wrote down because I did I watched it I've watched it two and a half times. I didn't get to watch it a third full time before we started recording. Um, but you know, a newborn keeps me up at night, and so. Allie and I were up at four o'clock this morning and said, "Hey, you want to watch one division?" Go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, one thing, uh, just kind of going down the line: the when the car hits Agatha and the Wizard of Oz reference with her boots being there, yeah. I thought was such a fun little touch. And it's things like that that they've added into this show that have made it so interesting and so much fun. Where they've they've thrown little Easter eggs in there to make people laugh, even when it's you know a pretty serious situation. Um, yeah. I thought that the Wizard of Oz shoes was a lot of fun. I wish that her feet would have curled up underneath. That would have made it even better. You know, rolled back. There was also, and I don't take credit for this Easter egg because I saw it on an article, but there was another Wizard of Oz Cheater. Easter egg with the uh, theater marquee when it was kind of like freaking out, glitching out yeah. when she was 
I think it was towards the end. I think it was like Oz the Great and Powerful showed up on the marquee for a second, which, which is not only another Wizard of Oz connection, but it's also a Sam Raimi connection. He yeah. Directed that movie and is also yeah, that's directed. true. <clears throat> Dr. That's Strange true. Too. Um, so. You talked about the CGI, or you talked about the budget, and I thought that the, uh, the CGI was better in this episode because I actually have had a hard time. Anytime that they've shown the characters flying in episodes before this, you could almost see the strings that they were flying on. And well, I was don't that kind know, of the point of the old timey episode? That was, that was what I was going to say. I don't know if they were trying to do that, but even in the in the last episode, that um, not this preview, yeah, last episode where Vision is in the uh, the truck with Darcy, and he says, "Why am I here? I need to go find my wife." And he takes up off through the the roof. There was like a weird shutter almost where you could really see the CGI. But I thought that the CGI in this was awesome, especially in Vision versus Vision, the White Vision versus versus the the Hex Vision. I love mm-hmm. every. I could have watched an entire episode of just those two fighting. I thought it was awesome. They used the phasing yeah, was, really well. The that the, was like the yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say that was just like some awesome pure Vision action that you know we only got to see little bits of in the movies, and so I thought it was really cool to actually just see Vision in action. Um, yeah. Doing all this cool visionness, <laughs> right? Yeah, when they were when they're, when they're flying over the city and they're phasing into each other to try and stop each other, it just it looks so cool. Uh, it was really I, I loved everything about that that white vision um, because I used to. The, <laughs> Whoa, buddy! <laughs> I know we start out the we start out the podcast talking about how I don't want a black Superman, <laughs> and now I'm talking about how much I love that white the vision. Black. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, no, it should he have really, been. Yeah, he really um, was. He was cool. I, I, I loved everything about the the character because I, I remember playing the uh, Captain America and the Avengers arcade game when I was a kid, and that was yes. when Vision was was the white android Vision, and so yeah. that was one of the characters. I always got stuck playing him because one of my friends was a jerk, and they knew Iron Man was my favorite character, so they'd snatch him up as soon as, as, soon as we started. <laughs> is it weird that already? You don't have to name him. I know you know exactly who it was, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, we won't name. Uh, we won't name. Spoiler alert! It's not. It's not me. Just in case anybody's no, it's wondering, not. it's not me. Um, so was that the uh, was that the Infinity one, the Infinity Gems or whatever? No, that was the okay. uh, that was the arcade that they had, where it was up to four players, and you fought a big giant super powered Red Skull at the end. I remember pumping way too many quarters into that game to actually beat it. I was going to say, I think for assuming I was good enough to make it to the end of those games, but. Uh, Pizza Hut. Oh man, you're, you're okay. You're going back. Yeah, I'm talking. This is like probably close to 20 years ago. Yeah. I have a talking oh. point. Finally, you, you go ahead, buddy. You came to me earlier, and I, I I froze, but I've had a chance to reflect now, and I want <laughs> to redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to go into uh, more specifically Wanda slash Scarlet Witch. Obviously, the show's about her and Vision, um, but I want to talk right. about her because I thought. Um, First of all, just her whole like build into Scarlet Witch was amazing. I thought it was super well done. Um, the fact that, you know, maybe I don't know if anyone realizes it or not until you think about it, but she had never ever been called the Scarlet Witch until not this until the episode, the last but the episode. One before. Um, she's always been Wanda um, and I think that was probably due to the rights issues with Fox and Marvel and all that I'm sure Um, yeah it was we always call her Scarlet Witch because that's how we know her but she was she was never actually called that in the movies or anything until um, the last episode and then just her whole just I don't know the way they built her up and just how she became Scarlet Witch and I thought was just so well done how she went from like this freaky little girl in Age of Ultron that kind of had telekinetic 
powers and telepathic powers to just being full-blown Scarlet Witch, uh, which Age of Ultron Easter egg also, her little move that she did on Agatha where she like, I don't know how to yes. describe it. Curled yeah, up her, to her, her like a spider kind of. I actually got that written down. That's one of my bullet points. I that was awesome. Seeing that she did that. I was her, so excited uh, when the, when the uh, when she did her little creepy walk up to her real fast. That little like the attention to detail is so awesome. Not only in this show, but all the Marvel shows really. Um, yeah. But that was awesome. Her freaking costume was amazing. God, that was just uh, her costume was so good um, for many reasons. <laughs> but, um, Easy. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And then um, no, nobody go for it. To dig into. Those were just a couple of points I wanted to touch on, but to dig more into it, the I guess we're going back an episode, but like let's get into her, her always being the Scarlet Witch possibly, or being a mutant, or being something. Like let's dig into that more because obviously the Mind Stone didn't give her her powers; it just kind of yeah amplified enhanced what was already there. I so, don't think they're I going mean, straight mutant though. I, I I know what you're talking about. Where last episode, where when Agatha is taking her through her past. And yeah. it shows her reaching out to the to the missile there when they're in their apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Continue. I, I I know what you're what you're. No, talking. no. That's. I just wanted to dig into. It. I, I think. Are like I said. Are they going the route that maybe she was a mutant? Maybe she was always just the witch. But then you got to think. Well, was Quicksilver uh, the the MCU when the Aaron Taylor Johnson one was he a mutant and and locked his powers like or a witch or, or did, a witch or did Wanda protect him? <laughs> And that's why he got the powers from the Mind Stone. Did she protect him with her with her powers? And that's why be. he was able know. to survive. And I don't, I don't know. know. What... They can go any way that they want with that. They left I think it they... open enough. Yeah, I agree. Probably on purpose. And I, I can't decide which which I would like better. I mean, obviously, I'll trust whatever they do. But like, I felt like it would be a good opportunity to make mutants a thing. And maybe they just were kind of latent until the Infinity Stones kind of were present. Like that was a popular theory I read after the last episode was that maybe there are mutants all over the world, but their powers haven't been unlocked yet. And then when right. Thanos uses the stones to kind of create that cataclysmic event, maybe the energy from the Infinity Stones unlocks mutants, and maybe that's how they're born and introduced into the world. I don't know. That was that's a, interesting. It's an interesting it's theory. Thought. My only problem with that thought is that sounds so similar to Inhumans, and they already screwed up the Inhumans once. It is, well, but it is are they going to try and redeem themselves? Yeah, but are they going to treat that show as as canon? I don't know. These are all no, things. and I wanted to bring that up because the very fact that the book that Agatha had, because people were asking last week, what is that book in her basement? And a lot of people thought, well, maybe it's the Darkhold. And I don't know if you guys watched Agents of Shield. I watched all of it. I'm, I I, I do the last season, but I, <laughs> but I I've watched some of it, not all of it. I, sorry, I actually am one of the like three people that enjoyed it. But no, it's they, a great they show. Had, they had the Darkhold in the season. Yeah, and and the fact that that this book is completely different, and they did not reference that at all. This is one hundred percent confirmation that Kevin Feige is not drawing anything from those TV shows, at all. I don't think yeah. anything that we saw in those. So I think they're completely ignoring that Inhumans ever happened. If they want to bring Inhumans in, or Agents or of it could be never happened. Or depending on the route they go with the multiverse, we could just say it's another universe or another right. timeline, possibly. I mean, they could right. always do that. But yeah, I kind of agree. They've never really paid attention to the shows at all, and I don't think they're going to start now, really. So, Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of how mutants are going to be brought in, and I just thought that was probably the, the, the neatest theory as far as, you know, retconning. Yeah, I, that I, I've I read agree. So far. I think it's a good theory, but I don't know. Kevin Feige said that they're not bringing in mutants for at least five years. Because right. he's already got his plan out, so I don't know. I'm gonna try. 
I kept wanting to know. I thought that this show might do it, but I think I'm just going to trust him when he said that and think that they're not coming. But I think they left it open-ended enough that they could easily say that, yeah, the reason why um, Wanda is the Scarlet Witch is because she is a mutant, and the people that wrote the Darkhold didn't understand mutation, so they just saw that as like a curse. That mm-hmm. That was something, you know, she's not... It said she's not born, she's forged, or she's not trained, she's forged, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I think that they left it open enough for it to, for the mutants to come in. I think they've got many retcon angles to get the mutants in there and have them seem like they've been around all along. They're the masters of retconning. Yeah, they're doing great with it. Ian, anything you want to want to pop up there that we uh, as we were talking about? So it? much. <laughs> I just listen to you two. Cluck for hours. <laughs> um, I, I honestly got nothing. I, as you know, I like Marvel. I, I don't want to like say, oh, I'm more of a DC guy because you know my guy is DC. But uh, when it comes to all the lore and everything, I kind of let you guys take that, and I'll just throw in a hmm. <laughs> right. All right. Well, then let's so let's let's move past some of that and just talk specifics of the episode. Um. Where is White Vision? Yeah, I was gonna say, where the he's hell did he go? Like, he's he like, go, hey, I'm Vision. You know, I just, said, uh, I just said to get away from the comics, but I got to bring it up. The comics Vision does have all of Vision's memories, but he doesn't see himself oh as a Vision. God, I literally just told you. I, I think he <laughs> no, went. Lord. Sorry, I think he I'm went sorry. through time to hunt Bill and Ted down. If I'm not mistaken, did, did anyone look like the journey? <laughs> On their excellent adventure? No, or on their the focus bogus journey. No, on the third one. Did anyone oh. see the third one? No, I never got to see I haven't movie. seen the third uh, one. Well, anyone who's seen Bill and Ted face the music, there's a cyborg character named Dennis McCoy, and he I got major vibes of him during White Vision. So <laughs> just look him up. It. Just Google Dennis McCoy, Bill and I Ted. Um, I'm just going to have to watch the movie in general because I love the first two. I did uh, too. But anyway, back to WandaVision. We're going to go on a Bill and Ted tangent. Uh, so yeah, where do you guys think that White Vision went? And do you think we're going to see him again in in anything soon, or do you think it's going to be a little uh, while? Ian, you go ahead. I hope he didn't just fly out of the universe, just <laughs> um, fly off the screen. He's gone, never to be heard from again. Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure much on um, the. Yeah, I hate calling him the White Vision, but uh, I mean he is white, so he's, <laughs> he's pretty. He's, pretty pale. Uh, he's a pale face. He is Vision. He's the only he's Vision. Pa- pale Vision. <laughs> Lack of. Lack of hue vision. Um, I, I'm i not too familiar with him. So, catch, educate me if you will here. So, she she brings this, this one vision to life only inside this world. Right. Is, is this supposed to be, white vision, is this supposed to be like, like him? Like he's actually that is, him? That is actually vision. That's his body. Um, if you want the comics story on it, uh, white vision showed up in West Coast Avengers. Um, the original Vision had the personality of another of another Avenger named Wonder Man, who's actually a really cool character, even though he's got a lame name. I am familiar with Wonder Man. Uh, <laughs> Weird. I don't and know so all these Vision other things, gets, but I know who Wonder Man Vision is. gets killed. He gets destroyed. And the Avengers, alert, okay. the Avengers build his body back, but they don't have the personality because Wonder Man had that taken from him. Ultron took it from him, and it said it felt like his soul was okay. being ripped into. And so Vision has gotcha. all the memories, but he doesn't have the, the personality that he had before. So he doesn't consider himself Vision anymore. He considers himself a completely the different. true Vision. So he's got he's got like he's got the highlights of the right. old Vision. He's got, he's got all the memory in he, but none of the personality, basically. 
and none of the and which is kind of how we ended things with this episode right much right right yeah um yeah that uh that definitely answers my question because that was the vibe i got but i'm like man i really need to start educating myself on this because i have no idea what's going on um but yeah uh it was it was it was cool until he flew off, and then I was like, oh, he's probably just taking a lap, and he's just going to come back. He's just reflecting. He's thinking about things. Yeah, I couldn't believe I didn't see him you know? <laughs> the rest of the episode. And then, and yeah, the whole time I'm thinking, like, you're coming back, right? <laughs> like, you're going to... He's just... It's like, I was waiting for him to pop back up. Be like, you know, I had time to think about it. You know, I was flying around the dome. Um, that was my bad. What y'all, what y'all to destroy up to? you? Um, but I'm not crazy anymore. Um yeah, all that programming they did, five minutes, one conversation, I'm, I'm normal. So, Can we talk about uh, the conversation after you finish your point? Finish your point, then I want to talk about the conversation. I don't have a point, brother. I'm a rambling. Right. Uh, go for so it. So, I, I, you know, when I, was, when I sent you guys a little outline of what I wanted to talk about, I said I wanted to talk about your favorite moments from the episode. I got to say, that logic debate between yeah. the vision and the, and, yeah, and the white vision – was hands down my favorite minute, like favorite moment from the episode, maybe my favorite moment from the series, because it was perfect. That's the only way that you're going to stop that character is by introducing a different logic to him to make him question what's going on. And the the debate about the ship of Theseus, if you guys don't know about that, they, they detailed it perfectly. Everybody knows the story of the ship of Theseus. They, uh... they detailed it perfectly. If you didn't catch it, basically it said that um, if if every plank of the ship has been replaced over the years, is it still the ship of Theseus? And then if that plank, if the the rotten planks were restored and then built back, is that the ship of Theseus? And the answer is neither are the original ship. And I thought that was a perfect explanation and a perfect analogy for these two characters because neither of them are the real vision well and a perfect character moment because that's such a visiony way to uh win a fight basically yeah it was beautiful because he stopped (laughs) the fight dead in his tracks yeah honestly i'm sorry trent no go on that's all that's all i was saying no i I was just gonna say like i feel like it was kind of full circle like when he first popped up in age of ultron that was kind of the personality he had was that right there and then he kind of like built on that the more he was around people so maybe the more he's around people after he makes his taco bell run or whatever the hell he (laughs) went factory uh, reset basically yeah 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 exactly and that is you know going back to the comics i know you don't read the comics because you're a batman guy but going back to the, have I mentioned this? <laughs> going back to the comics, that's that is kind of what happens is he he learns and evolves over time. Um, yeah. You know, it's it, it's pretty interesting. I love when they bring things in, and and they do such an interesting adaptation and such a good job. Like we talked about Wanda's costume, Scarlet Witch's costume. There's no way I thought for years. There's no way they ever do her costume in a movie or show in any way where it's going to look right. And I thought it looked perfect. Yeah. I mean, Why did you think that? Did you think it was too cartoonish yeah, because, to, to be brought to Because that? her costume is basically a cape and a leotard and some, some tights. It was just a really weird costume. It was pretty much <laughs> from, the, right from the Halloween co- uh, episode. That was a really comic accurate version of that costume. I just thought it looked silly compared to the other characters. 
But then again, they they did a great job with Vision's costume. If you look at Vision's costume from the comics, he looked goofy as all get out. Yes. But I just thought that they did a great job with their costume. They really pulled it off. Yep, I agree with that. That was, yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Moving on, uh, I need a Jimmy Woo Disney Plus show like today. I need a, I need a Jimmy Woo and, and Dr. Darcy Lewis going and solving superhero problems like the X-Files <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I want that to happen. Definitely. There was, a, there was a petition that went around the internet that got a lot of signatures. People love that character. I think Jimmy Woo is awesome. And every time that I do anything that even resembles a magic trick from now on, I'm going to say, flourish. <laughs> so, so, and the actor that plays Jimmy Woo, whose name I can't Randall remember. Randall right John now. Krasinski. Yeah, that's right. That's Asian Jim. <laughs> Damn it, Trent. I was literally about to say, yeah. I know he's well known for his role in the office. Edit it out. Back up. <laughs> no, ru- ruin my life. Ruin my life. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I got nothing now. <laughs> that, that, that was going to be so a whole sorry. bit for me, but <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Oh God! Thank you for making thank you for thank you for making me a side character right now. I appreciate. That. <laughs> hey, hey, that's all right, buddy. You're you're doing good. <laughs> I don't feel it. I don't feel it at all. Are we still on the um, favorite scenes thing? Uh, we can we can do that. I was just saying mine. Uh, if you got something else before we do that, uh, that's fine. But if you if you got a favorite scene, light you know locked and loaded, let's go. Dude. Well, is it your favorite? Trent, Trent, is your favorite scene the one where your character stole my character's punchline just a second ago? That's <laughs> over here stealing sure. thunder. Yeah, jerk. No, I'm just going. <laughs> no, I, I actually had two, and one was the vision scene that Derek already mentioned. So I just, uh, um, the, the other one that I think of off the top of my head, um, and that may change once I rewatch it. But anyway, my other one was the end, the last scene with um, Wanda and Vision in the house as the hex is like closing in. That was such yeah. a gut punch of a scene. It was perfectly acted by both. Um, you know, almost shed some tears. Not quite. I think uh, it tore Jensen up a little bit. But it was just such an awesome scene. Uh, I can't remember exactly what Vision says, but he has yet again some of the best lines in all of the MCU, basically saying how he was originally oh, a voice without it. a body. Yeah. Uh, I forget the next part. He and said, then like he a, said, I was a voice without a body, and then. Oh gosh, what was the next? I had it just a second ago. Like a body without a, a body without a, or a body without without a body, and then it was a body without a body. A body without a body. Anyway, and then it ends with I don't, I don't remember. I know what you're saying though. I was a memory. uh, Gosh, dang! Help me out here, Derek. It was an awesome line. Then I was a memory that came to life or that was given life. And And then then what will I be next? What will I be next? It was a it was a fantastic line, and that mixed with the you know what is grief. Other than yeah. love persevering, they, it's just yeah. And not not the, to spell it out, but he was obviously that. referring to his time as Jarvis, and then probably later as Ultron's yeah creation, and then yeah. So yeah, awesome line from Vision. Uh, he has the best lines, and then their whole you know we've said goodbye before, so that means we're going to say hello again. Basically, so heartbreaking <sighs> as he disappears. Yeah. I won't lie, yeah. I, I did shed, shed some tears pretty much. Of course, I cry at everything, so it's not surprising. I, I cried at, uh, I watched a video of a guy showing his girlfriend to Iron Man for the first time, and I was like, oh my God, I wish I could go back to that time. But yeah. I actually saw you drop your keys once, Derek, and just break down into I tears. Did. Well, that's because that's a long way down to the floor for me to bend over to pick up my keys. That's true. That's but yeah, true. I, I did. I, I shed some tears, and I wasn't alone. Of course, granted, Allie and I are both very, very sleep deprived. <laughs> 
And so both of us at four o'clock this morning watching this show, I could hear her sniffling there beside me while the from the minute that they say let's go home and they start walking back to the house. Sniffling or snoring? No, no, it was sniffling. If she's snoring, it sounds like a lawnmower caught with some gravel. And to circle back for a second to White Vision and your question about where the heck did he just fly off to? I mean, obviously they left it open for Vision to come back and say hello again to Wanda, like they like the line says, and he'll be back at some point. Uh, I do think. He just went off to basically find himself, for lack of a better expression. I mean, like we said, factory reset. He has no connections to Wanda other than memories. He has, he doesn't have the personal feelings yet, so he has no reason to stick around. So he flew off to do God knows what. And you said, will we see him soon? Uh, I'm going to guess probably not soon, honestly. I mean, right. if I had to take a stab, the soonest I would say, maybe post credit scene Doctor Strange. Maybe he gets a tease or something. Yeah. Uh, I, could see I mean, they, even then's probably too soon. Though, I mean, right? they've already—they've not ruled out doing another season of WandaVision, but I think Kevin Feige basically said there's no plan at the moment. So, other than Doctor Strange, you have to wonder where Wanda is going to pop up again. And not that Vision can't pop up without Wanda, but I feel like their stories are obviously intertwined. So, yeah, like they're whatever. definitely. I I don't think that they're doing any more. Just the fact that they called the name—the name of the episode was series finale. That uh, yeah. That seems pretty definitive, but it doesn't have to be. That could have just been for the show that Wanda was broadcasting. Yeah, and all the right. te- all the episodes had TV themed titles anyway. So right, um, previously I on. agree with that. Yeah. The Halloween episode. Yeah, that was. Excellent. However, I I I hope it is soon, even though I don't think it will be because I love Vision. Um, <laughs> but I loved him from the moment he was introduced into Age of Ultron and. Yeah, I'm just so glad that he, they got their own show to just kind of, I don't know, put him front and center with Wanda. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think Paul Bettany gets the credit for how good of an actor he is because the the difference between the two visions, it wasn't just a voice modulation. Like the look on his face, he looked like a completely different character. And I know it was mm-hmm. some makeup as well, but I mean, the facial expressions that he was making, like, he, you know, the, the fury and the 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 almost uh, animalistic nature of the way he would like cock his head when he didn't quite understand something. It was really, really impressive. I, I, I just, again, I keep going back to this white vision that I can't help say <laughs> that sounds awful, but I love white vision. White vision. vision. I wish you would white stop vision. saying, <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> Ian, do you have a favorite moment that you can think of? Uh, everything y'all said, I like that. <laughs> um, favorite moment in the series, or just in, in, in the episode? But if there's one in the, that strikes you from the whole series, that's fine. Uh, episode wise, you would think I had a lot of time to think about this while you guys are discussing, but I don't know that there was necessarily a favorite moment. Um, uh, one that had me giggling the most. Um, I didn't giggle. I laughed like a like a man uh, when when uh, Jimmy yeah. Woo Jimmy Woo when he was like, you know, I'll I'll have the feds here within the hour, and then he like sneaks the <laughs> phone and he sneaks off, and he's like, "Can you guys get here within the hour?" <laughs> I thought that was kind of that 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 might make me laugh. So that like kind of like segues into I, I agree with what you're saying. Like if he had his own like series. Uh, that would be pretty cool. I would watch that because he he definitely he would definitely had some comic relief going there, and he like wasn't just your normal like 
comic relief side character. Like he actually like served a, a huge purpose. Right. Speaking of I that, throughout the entire series. Speaking of Wu's purpose, like did he ever find his missing person, or was that meant to be anything more I, I than think, just some I plot setup? Or yeah, I think that was just set up to get him there. Okay, of why a lot of people thought there. that might have been a more you know important plot thread, which obviously it didn't end up being. Yeah, I don't think it is unless they unless they decide. Or to maybe it is, is, just not yet. Yeah, unless he gets um, some more to do, maybe. which I don't think he's going anywhere because he was a really he was a fan favorite in Ant Man too, even though he was barely in the movie. And then people have fallen in love with him on this show, so I yeah, don't doubt that will show up. And I know that um, Kat Denning said that she's not in Thor four, she's not in Love and Thunder, but she is going to be really? doing more Marvel work. That's awesome. So I wouldn't be surprised. If they uh, if they have something else going on, um, I do want to talk about the post credit scenes, both of them. The mid credit scene, um, I have a feeling that the friend up there that the scroll pointed to—that's got to be Nick Fury, right? That like was up my on, first thought. Up on the space station that we saw at the end of Far From Home, that's got to be Nick Fury. I can't think of anybody unless it's Talos, but Talos was on Earth. That was my thought too. He said, or she said, "Friend of your mom." Right, and so I figured, I, I'm thinking it's got to be Fury, so um, I think, I, I know that I thought that Monica was going to show up in Captain Marvel 2, but I don't know that she's going to, because they, they announced the Secret Invasion show that is going to be kind of Nick Fury's thing, so I have a feeling that's where we're going to see Monica again. Well, I could see her being in that, but I think they did confirm that actress from Captain Marvel 2. Did they? Sure. I hadn't seen that. Um, but I, I could see so. her really being in both, that. honestly, because I could see um, her being a part of Secret Invasion. Yeah. I and really, really there was. I thought she was she was a really really good character. Going back on some theories, yeah. there was some some theories about her being maybe at odds with Captain Marvel in the sequel to the point where maybe they're like foils of some sort because there was like that scene in one of the earlier episodes where they were talking about Captain Marvel and she kind of had this sort of look on her face like yeah she had a little snarky remark. She, she didn't really like didn't look like she liked her yeah, so maybe Marvel. people are thinking like oh what happened there. So there's some theories that maybe they're going to be at odds in some way. In the right. Sequel. But yeah, that's but yeah. very possible. But yeah, I thought that that was a, that was a pretty cool scene. I didn't expect the scroll and it's a, uh, a, a fantastic reminder of how many people don't watch all of these movies. When I got a text from my sister this morning that said, did you watch both mid, both post-credit scenes? And I said, yes. And she said, who was the green lizard person? <laughs> So hey, wait though. Was that the friend? Such a Joanna thing to say. Is that the friend, Derek? Is that your? Do you think that was the friend Monica was referring to earlier on? About... Derek's sister. Do you think that was the friend? <laughs> the uh, in one of the episodes, she had an aerospace oh talking engineer about aerospace. friend no, I that would be. Think, I honestly think that that was nothing. That that was something that fans blew out of proportion. I think that it was just the the woman that showed up with the with the truck but the as way she delivered hoping, that line and they hung on it for a second i mean i agree the fans blew a lot again. out of proportion but um i don't know they just hung on that like it was definitely meant to be something i don't know yeah it's possible i think that uh i think it's something. i did not for a think i did not for a second think it was going to be reed richards even though he was the popular no theory. i was thinking I probably not. blue marvel if you know like they're not going to introduce mr fantastic after all these years in a tv show he's going to get a grand uh introduction as they should um, no, but if John Krasinski would have showed up with a little silver at his temples, I'd have lost my mind. Oh, well, I'm, sure. I'm 100% on the John Krasinski as Reed Richards train. I, I am too. I, uh... No, man. Miles Teller all the way. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're bringing in the multiverse, let's bring them all back. <laughs> I did, I'm sorry. Did I just 
weirdly, it's just three of us on. Did I just hear booze somehow? <laughs> Some boo. Just booze from the ether. There's like tomatoes hit, hitting my window as we speak. I have a quick question before, and I know we we're trying to not go on forever, and we're going to talk about the end credit scene. But like, real quick, I just want your opinion. Um, if uh, Agatha is trapped as the nosy neighbor, wouldn't the spell have gone away when the hex closed up? I was kind of confused. Yes, about that. that's what I thought right. too, because she closed the hex. So where is she trapped? Where yeah, does she have that, Agatha? That was one of the main things I kind of was like not real clear on. Which um, I think they left open because I don't think they want to get rid of that character. I, and I hope they don't. Which is I fine. Yeah. And I think it's cool keeping her as a prisoner. And they alluded to the fact that Wanda might come back if she needs her, which is more in line with her character in the comics where she's like Wanda's mentor. Yeah. More so than a villain. So, I mean, they left that dangling there. Um, but yeah, once the hex closed up, I was like, well, wouldn't she have gotten her magic back at that point? So, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was wondering that as well. Did, did you guys see that coming with the Agatha thing? That the, like the fact that she that Agnes like... was Agatha? I did. Yeah, it was me the whole time. <laughs> I, yeah. I did see her being Agatha just because there were so many things. But at the same time, I kind of thought that there's no way they'll do that because they made it so obvious. It's like, yeah. all right, she's... That was she's... one of the only theories that was like, right... Yeah, she's always there, and she's got that brooch that Agatha has in the comics, and she was literally a witch on Halloween, and she's always got this bunny named Senior Scratch, and her son in the comics is named something scratchy, and it's, it's, there were way too many clues Itchy. that it was going to happen. Oh, and the fact that her uh, <laughs> the fact that her anniversary was June second, which is the day that the Salem Witch Trials Salem Witch oh, Trials. I didn't started. never pick up on that one. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows what day that is. June 2nd, 1692. 1692. I always say 93. Well, 93 when, the, uh, when the flashback happened, it was 1693 in, it, the, in WandaVision. That, yeah, that's what it was. Let's talk about the end credit scene again because it kind of connects with something relating to Agatha that I want to talk about real quick, too. So okay. go ahead and start us off with that there, Derek. Um, the one thing that I was curious about is, are we seeing Wanda using an astral form like Doctor Strange? Because she's she's getting tea in her sweatpants in one scene, and then it goes into the next, into the next room, and she's floating, reading the Darkhold. So are we seeing are also, we seeing an astral form, just, or what's going on there? That was my immediate thought. That 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 scene was, I, I, for me personally, absolutely terrible. It was. It was creepy. Because then she heard the kids yelling for help at the end of it. Yeah. Well, there's that, but just the fact she's just floating there, glowing red, is just well. If you guys remember, if you guys remember from Doctor Strange, that's how he studied and learned magic as quick as he did. Because when his body was asleep, his astral form was like floating, literally sitting the same like cross-legged like she was, floating and reading the books and stuff. So that was my immediate thought too when they showed it. I was like, oh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, um, I really think that they're setting her up to be, if not a villain for Doctor Strange 2, definitely a problem that he's going to have to deal with. For sure. Dude, I would hate that. I, I've, I've come to love her so much. I have too, I but... That's what, I just want to put her in my I pocket, love Doctor man. Strange. I don't know who I'd root for. I might have to pull for, for Doctor Strange in that scenario too. Yeah, it'll be interesting, I don't know. to say the least. I love them both. But the one thing, and I could be way off base here, so I want to hear your all's theories uh, relating to that scene there when she hears all the creepy, you know, her kids and all that at the very end. Um, 
So obviously one of the major theories that was tossed around this season that didn't come true, among many others, was the whole Mephisto reveal thing. Yeah. Right. And I said something earlier about how, well, just because it wasn't revealed in the show doesn't mean they still can't go down that path. I think they're setting something up for that storyline with the whole hearing her kids. I don't know if they're like maybe trapped in Marvel hell or what. I don't know. I don't. Right. You guys can weigh in oh here, but God. that's like from the comics. The kids are like part of Mephisto's soul, right? Is that what, how the yeah. kids were formed yeah. in right. the comics? So she's going to find a way I, to I bring do those know kids that back, much. and it's going to involve Mephisto. And. It's and I hope to God it's Al Pacino. I hope to God it's Al Pacino. Al Pacino has been talking about wanting to be. <sighs> he's been talking about wanting to be in the MCU for a long time. Has he really? And, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He actually he wants to do it. He thought it, he said it'd be fun, and they've been hinting that maybe he's already been cast as something. And huh, so if they good. get if they get one of the best representations of the devil ever from Devil's Advocate to play the devil in the MCU, I will be so happy. Well, here's why, and here's why I think that they're going that route, um, because, and probably the same reason people thought Mephisto was going to be in the show. If you go back and watch, there were several lines, some of them not so subtle, but there were several like Easter eggy type lines that very much hinted at the devil or hell or something being involved in what was going on in Westview, um, which didn't end up being true in the show, but there was like a line from well one from quicksilver where he called her kids devil spawn that was one of the more obvious right um, easter eggs and then there was like a line in one of the first two episodes where someone said something uh the blonde-headed neighbor i can't think of her name um uh Dottie, i believe was her name yeah she said something like the devil's yeah. in the details and then agnes leans in and she's like that's not the only place he is and it was like a cheesy 60s line but then you think about it it's like well obviously she's gonna being agatha she's gonna have knowledge on Mephisto and dark magic and all that. And so that was one of the um, lines that made me think that. And I don't know. I think they're still, even though it didn't happen in the show, I think they're building towards that, whether that's in Dr. Strange uh, or farther down the line. I think that's definitely the path they're on. Yeah, I think so too. I, it, it's wide open at this point. That's one thing that they did great is they, they made it so open-ended that they can do, they can do anything, even though they closed off that storyline and I think they closed it off very well. They left themselves open to do some pretty pretty fun stuff with it. Yeah, and even if, even if it's not Mephisto, I mean, I don't know, that's Marvel's version of the devil, basically, so who knows if right. Disney would want to go that route, but they could replace them with another character, like, I don't know, I've heard Nightmare could fill yeah. in for that role, or, uh, I don't know, I'm sure there are a number of other characters. Has Nightmare been confirmed for Doctor Strange 2? I wanted to say he was, but I wasn't 100% on I that. I haven't heard that he was confirmed, but I could be wrong. Well, confirmed is probably not the right word. Marvel would never confirm anything, but I thought it was not heavily. that early. No, yeah, rumored. rumored yeah, that's, rumored. that's probably that's rumored. Yeah, so maybe he's the version of maybe he's like a combination of Nightmare and Mephisto. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let me look through here and see if we've got anything that we didn't hit. We hit all of the things that I wanted to hit. Um, Ian, do you have anything anything extra you want to discuss before we head out of here? No, not not really. Like I said, I'm I'm not well educated. I'm just kind of like learning from YouTube on the uh, history of the actual comics. Um, I've known the names of the characters. Um, like I I know who Agatha is. I know Mephisto. I know Nightmare. I mean, I don't know them personally, but I've heard of <laughs> them. Nice. And um, yeah, actually, terrible people. <laughs> um, so 
I know of them, but as far as like, and I've heard the rumors that you guys have heard of them bringing in and uh, uh, being like huge players in the universe. And it sounds cool because I know the I know of the characters, but as far as um, do I want that? I don't care, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm having fun regardless. Like I I don't care who they throw in there, you know. Um, I think it's going to be good either way. There have been some Marvel movies um, that I thought weren't as good as the next, but I've never watched one. It was like, that was just absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah. I think either. They've all been good to great. They've all been, yeah. Um, so there are some that I thought could have been better. Um, the first Thor, I liked, didn't love, but I thought each one got better. Um so, yeah, man, like, I don't, I don't really, I'm, I'm not really concerned with what they throw in. Uh, I think they've been doing a good job setting things up with cutscenes and all that. And I liked WandaVision more than I thought I would. Uh, a lot of people um, that I'm kind of, like, talking to, like, at work and, um, like, you know, when I play Call of Duty with uh, Trent and the other guys, uh, don't like, didn't like the first few episodes. I think, like, Everybody was talking about like how I didn't get good to the fourth episode. I'm a huge fan of like those old campy yeah. shows. So like to me, it was like watching you know like a Andy Griffith or an I Love Lucy, and I love those. So it didn't bother me as much. I thought they were funny. Yeah. Uh, so I like the direction they went with it when they start bringing the the other like things together, and then you guys touch base on the rocket thing. I know I probably like should have mentioned this a long time ago <laughs> when we were on the subject, but. They're coming to me now, so um, her watching all the old shows and then that being, like, how she copes with things. I mean, I feel like everybody kind of does that. They got that one show that they go to. Mm -hmm. and, you know, for uh, for Trent, I think earlier we said it was Grey's Anatomy. Um, guilty. And, <laughs> the, yeah, guilty pleasure. So I thought incorporating all that was pretty cool. So there's really nothing that they've done yet that I've been like, oh, horse shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. And there's our explicit tag. Um, so, and here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing about that too. I I, I went over an hour without it. I, I'm I proud think of I, you. I think, I think what works so well about it, apart from just being different from really anything they've done in the past, and I know you could argue the last half of the season was definitely more MCUE than the first few episodes. But for the people that can't get past the first few sitcommy episodes, I mean, they were making. They set out to make a Marvel sitcom, mm -hmm. and and part of it. Part of the appeal, to me at least, was the fact that, yeah, we're watching a sitcom, but obviously it's something weird is going on. And the whole like first, I don't know, five or six episodes, I mean, really the whole season, honestly, it's like this huge mystery, this huge puzzle. And it's like, what the heck is going on? And each week leaves you on like a little cliffhanger. And I think that's what made the show so awesome. I mean, I think the show would still be just as good if you binged it. But I think if it was something like Netflix where they just released them all at once and you burnt through the whole season, it would not have had the same like effect on me personally like yeah feel. because e like it was just really cool watching an episode short as they were but they always left you wanting more and then it's like oh i gotta wait a whole nother week for the next episode it takes you back to like those old tv days where you would just watch tv once a week and wait to see what happens next week and i thought that's what was part of the uh, i mean it was an awesome story and just awesome everything but like that was one of the main things that i thought was great about it rather than just binging through well, it even all. like when they were but, yeah. Yeah, when, when they were doing the 60s theme, man, like, they even threw in, like, you know, like, sword, like, yeah. the symbol mm -hmm. there, and then the guy coming through the sewer dressed, you what know, noticed, like, the it was, like, a beekeeper outfit, 
So I feel like that's kind of a kind of a nod to nothing like, good, okay. Derek. Nothing good. Seriously, <laughs> what happened to it? What happened like, to? I'm it? more concerned for him than I am for White Vision. He just she said no. Did he was he erased from history? He was. We never <laughs> saw him. She again. said no. He's like all right. And he climbed back down. And... <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> what are you doing back out here? She said no. Anyway, I'm she sorry, no. but I just like, uh, what happened to the guy? I'm concerned for him. No, you're fine, but like. As the, first of all, the choice of wearing a beekeeper outfit, weird, yeah. right? But like, you look into it more, and it's just like, was it aim kind of oh, like, yeah. like yep. did that kind of like what they wore? Yeah. So, is that you know, is that a nod to that? Are they going to slide that in there at one point? You know, we're going to see that little that little big headed Modoc creeping in. This little <laughs> I hope chair. to God that Jimmy Woo has to investigate Modoc. I that would that would be my favorite show. You would you would crash the internet, Jimmy <laughs> Woo trying to figure yeah. out how to take down Modoc. <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing. Yeah, so I think like nods to that and bringing in like like I said, setting up the sword thing and the small nod to the beekeeper could be like an aim related thing. Um, yeah, man, I think uh, in the first few episodes, like, a lot of people were just like, it's weird. There's nothing going on. Well, there's more going that's on than yeah, what you that's realize. The point. You just got to pay yeah. attention to those little those exactly. little jabs Yeah, I there. think they were very important episodes. I was uh, I was talking to our friend Bob, and he was he was saying how he, he would have quit the show if I hadn't told him how good it was just based on the first couple episodes. I've heard that a lot. And uh, and I from Bob, well, that's kind of what Bob does, you know. <laughs> but I just uh, he he gives up pretty easy. But no, he he it wasn't no, just him; it was a lot of people, and I wouldn't thing. have blamed. But him. I honestly think that those were really important episodes because it, it it was building on things you didn't realize until you got to about the fourth episode, and then you could see what was actually going on. And I thought it was incredibly, uh, incredibly excellent series, just from from beginning to end. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it was a home run for for Marvel. And it was one that I was like, when they announced all these shows, you know, I thought, oh, you know, that might be cool. But I was most excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Exactly. Well. I'm still looking the most forward to it, but I was not expecting to like win or want exactly. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I was excited. I was interested to see what they would do with it. Um, I like Vision, you know, um, but I was like not as excited. But then, yeah, obviously, like you all fell in love with it as it went on and thought it ended up just being way better than I, you know, even imagined it would have been. So. Yeah. Um, but All right, fellas. Falcon and Winter Soldiers next, and we'll get to talk Falcon about that Winter soon Soldiers enough. Next, yep, we're coming coming up on that in two weeks, and I cannot wait. Uh, next week, you're gonna next, have to. Next week, two weeks, we have the, um, the behind the scenes <laughs> episode. They're gonna do kind of like they did with uh, Mandalorian. They're gonna do a behind the scenes on uh, WandaVision. So I'm looking forward to see that. I think that yeah. the the documentary series they did the gallery with Mandalorian was excellent. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, with that, I think that uh, we're ready to wrap up here. Uh, any final thoughts? Anybody at all? Anything you forgot to to mention? I think I blurted mine all out at the end there. I think I got it out of my Ralph system. Boner in summary. Ralph Boner. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The Boner Champ. All right. Well, with that, that uh, that wraps up this episode of Paperweight Entertainment. Thank you so much to everyone who is listening. If you enjoyed this, please give us a, a rating. Go on and, and give us a review. Uh, positive reviews and ratings will help keep us up at the top of the search engine and will really help out our uh, our podcast. So I hope you 
and negative reviews will That's make right. us cry. Negative will make us cry. Uh, so, Trent, Ian, I will see you in two weeks for Falcon and Winter Soldier.